Welcome to Subject to Change. I'm Stephen Lentz, business coach and digital marketer. We interview other owners and entrepreneurs about their stories and businesses. Welcome back to Subject to Change. I'm Stephen Lentz. Today I'm talking with Ryan Cote, the founder of Morning Upgrade and also does some authoring and part owner in his family's, family's businesses. How are you doing, Ryan? Steven, I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Happy to talk to you. Excited. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to talk with you. Um, you know, I don't have much of a morning. <laughs> I feel bad saying it, talking to you, but as far as like a, a morning routine or whatever, and I'm, I'm really curious about how you got into that. Neither. It's all smoke and mirrors. The whole, the whole website's a, uh, a front, you know, <laughs> no, I've been doing it for years. So yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I can tell you my way of doing it and what I've learned over the years of doing it. And hopefully it'll help you and your listeners. Yeah, I would love that. And also, like, before we get into that, like, how did you get in the morning? Like, have you always been a morning person or how did you kind of get into morning routine? No, I've always, no, I, I used to hit the snooze and all that stuff, which like the worst thing you could do, like, uh, dear Lord, I don't want to get out of bed kind of thing. But uh, I've always been into personal development too. So, but it was more around like the books I was reading, the, the you know, the, the content I was consuming. Uh, the morning routine things started to really flare up around 2017 uh, it's going through a lot of challenges and I just started looking at things to to try to improve my to improve myself you know and so I just happened to come across at that moment you know like what's the saying uh this when this when the student is ready the teacher will appear I just happened to listen yeah. to Hal Elrod on a podcast I can't remember which podcast it was but he was talking about Miracle Morning and the whole concept of getting up early to to go through a whole series of things. And I just never really, uh, never knew that was a thing. And so I started, I started doing it and then just things, you know, combined with other stuff I was doing, things just got better. I felt better. I liked it. I liked getting up early. And so, and then since then I've morphed, I've created my own morning routine because like I've done it for so long and I've tried different things. So I kind of know what I like, what I don't like. And so I've crafted like a quick 20, 20 to 20 to 30 minute morning routine that's uh, short enough where I can always do it, never have an excuse not to do it, but I still feel really, it still fills my cup. And so that's kind of where I'm at today. Nice. And is that uh, the routine that you recommend to your the people that you teach about morning routine or do you kind of do like a, a custom tailor per individual or how do you go about that? I mean, so no, I mean, I talk about, so I sell these, I sell this morning routine product called the morning upgrade cards. And so it's the product that it's the routine that I, you know, the 20 to 30 minute routine that I believe in that I personally do every morning, but I, I feel like you know, I believe in it and it checks off all the boxes in my mind, but I feel like, you know, to an extent morning routines are a personal thing. And so you have to find out work, work, what works best for you. Like my routine, you might love it, or you might not like it and want to try, you know, maybe you want more reading or more something. So I feel like it's like anything, like once you do it, once you do morning routines a lot, you start to form your own, um, thoughts around it and like what will work best for you based on what your goals are and what you're looking forward to. And so then you can really craft your own, but, um, you don't know until you try. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. And when it comes to like personal development growth, do you feel like morning routine plays a big part of that? Or is that something that's just kind of like an add on to whatever else you're doing as far as the mental, like developmentally wise for yourself? Yeah. I mean, so to me, Steven, it's the pillar habit. Because like for my morning routine, even though it's only 20 to 30 minutes, I'm meditating, exercise, gratitude practice, journaling, and all that. And so mm -hmm. like even that quick little routine, by the time I'm done with it, 
I've already started the day off on a good note and I've checked off a lot of boxes in terms of personal development strategies that I think are important. But then I think, I think it goes well beyond that. Like the big thing is like the content you consume, the books you read, you know, that's a big thing. Uh, I think it's, I think masterminds are key. You know, I'm a big, big believer in masterminds. And I think it's just your general approach to life in terms of like handling challenges and like how you interpret challenges and how you handle them and just, you know, just your general mindset and view and view on life and how you approach life. But I think, you know, to answer your question, I think morning routines is a big part. It's like a pillar habit, at least in my opinion. And going off of that, then, I mean, it's fair to say that you'd also say that reading is also a pillar habit then or no? Yeah, definitely. 100%. 100%. What, uh, what books are you reading right now? Okay. So I'm going to sound like a crazy person. <laughs> I'm reading multiple books. <laughs> That's all right. You're like, this guy's out of his mind, uh, but maybe in a good way. We don't know. So the books I'm reading right now, so the book, so in, in, as part of my morning routine, I read a few pages of a book and the book I'm reading right now that I'm really loving, it's by Robin Sharma, which you guys might know from 5am club and the monk who sold his Ferrari. Those were like his big ones. He has a book that came out last year called the everyday hero manifesto. It's 400 pages but it's like little short chapters, mostly like three pages, give or take. And so I can just read a quick chapter as part of my morning routine. And uh, I just think the book is fantastic. He's like a real student of personal development. And so it's everything he's learned just kind of smushed into this 400 page book and his storytelling is really, really good. And so I, I'm liking that book a lot. So I'm reading that uh, as part of my book club at Ballantyne. We read, we read uh, books every, every week. And uh, they're always personal growth related because I set the book club up <laughs> and uh, we're reading right now a book called Sustainable Excellence, which you probably don't know. It's, it's by his guy, Terry Tucker. He was on my podcast and I really liked him and his book looked really interesting. And so I have my team reading it. So we're reading Sustainable Excellence. Uh, and then I just finished up on Audible. So those are two printed books. And I just wrapped up on Audible, a book by Vanessa Van Edwards called Cues. It's all about body language, which is something I'm really getting interested in. So just finished that one up. It's good. Very good. Super cool. And you said uh, the book club at Ballantine, that's your company's business or your uh, family's business, right? Yeah. It's a marketing agency. And then we also have a roofing company that's uh, so it's Ballantine is the marketing agency Ballantine. and Ballantine home improvement is the roofing company. Uh, that's super cool. And what's, what's a book club on what, uh, like what goes into a book club? You just like everyone gets a chapter and you talk about it or like what? Yeah. Yeah, that's really what it is. I mean, it came from my ma the mastermind. We one of my masterminds. Well, uh, two of them. We we read books together and we talk about them. And so I was like, ah, we should do this with balance with my team because we're all remote now and we don't see anyone. And uh, I need a reason to like get everyone together for a video call. And so I just said, let's read books. And I was like, we'll do it during work hours, but it has to be personal growth related. But they'll be short books. We're not going to slog through a five hundred pager. It's going to be short books, but they're going to be personal growth related. We'll get together 10 o'clock on Fridays and, and uh, not the whole company participates. It varies, but I mean, anywhere from like this current session, we have like six people, the previous session, there was nine. And so it just depends on, on, you know, everyone's interest, but uh, we get together and uh, we read like a chapter a week and then we get together on Fridays at 10 and uh, just kind of, everyone just gives their thoughts on what they learned, what their takeaways were. Some people participate more than others, but it's good. It's a real casual meeting awesome. have you ever thrown a joke book in there like if you give a massive cookie or something like that and like what are we really talking about here 
Well, it's funny you said because we read um, <laughs> we read <clears throat> last year we read uh, what is it? Tiny Prince, Little Prince? Is it Little Prince? I think it's the Little Prince. Well, I think it is. Yeah, the Little Prince. Yeah, and it's a it's supposedly a personal. It's like a kids book, but it's supposed to be like a personal growth development type book too. I don't know if my brain just doesn't work the right way for the to process a book like that. But I had no idea what they were talking about in the book. No idea. But some people in the in the book club were like dropping these these deep insights. I'm like, what? So I, I don't know. I think it's I need something a little more just direct and just tell me what the information is, not not hide it in all these stories that I have to like really think about. But supposedly it's a really good book. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you on that one. I never really got into it. But what about have you read The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho? I did. Yep, I did. And I thought it was think? really good. Was it, was it two story for you or? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one's like an adult. The, like there was a, this, the Philip Prince was like, he was on planets and flying yeah. on a rocket ship. Mm-hmm. And so, but you know, it, yeah, The Alchemist was good. I, I feel like I need to read it a second time to like fully understand it. Uh, but I thought that was a really good book. I got, I got pretty lost in it, lost in it in a good way. Yeah, it's, I think I've read it now three times and I feel like every time I get something very different mm-hmm. out of it. And I feel like for anyone who hasn't read the book of the alchemist, it's about this guy who goes on a journey essentially. And it's hard to talk about without like giving away stuff, but when he's doing like the different spots in his life, like the two stones or the glasskeeper shop or in the oasis, I feel like a part of me when I was reading at that time resonated with being like, this is where I am. Like I'm in the glasskeeper shop right now. I thought, and like the rest of it, I was like, hey, this is really cool stuff. But then, you know, next time I ran back and went through, and I was like, oh, like I totally am resonating with the Oasis section of the story right now. Like this is what I'm going through. And I, th- I think that story is dynamic in that rereading it isn't just about like pulling out necessarily things about it, but it makes you relate to it in a much deeper subconscious level. So I would highly recommend it. Yeah, it's funny we're having this conversation right now because this morning, literally, the chapter I read out of the Everyday Heroes Manifesto is about reading books multiple times. His recommendation, he's got a set list of books that he reads more than once, and The Alchemist is one of them. And he, he was saying, the point he was making is that the book doesn't change, of course, but you change, and you're a different person every year that you're reading it. So you're going to, you're, you're going to, inner what's the word like you're going to process it differently based on where you're at in life and he was using that book as an example it's funny that we're having this conversation it's uh, dude he's absolutely right though like the book is phenomenal and i like even thinking about it i remember like the time that i read this in that chapter i was sitting on the bus when i was working my job at starbucks and i was like holy f like the time (laughs) i was reading it i was in my bedroom sitting in this chair like that book it's a masterpiece i'm glad you read it but like I'm going to say what he said, like, read it again, because it is phenomenal. I'm going to read it's it again. Books, right? Like, right? It's not like you read Atomic Habits, and you're like, hey, like, this is a, you know, a book of <laughs> personal growth and development. And it's exactly the same. And you're going to get the same thing out of it. And you're like, oh, yeah, that was a really good thing. I should do that. Like, yeah, the alchemist is like, hey, it's, it's a weird spiritual level thing. And it's, it's super cool. Did you read it or did you listen to it? Uh, read it. I've, right. I haven't been able to get into the audiobook thing very much. Like I'll watch videos and like people talking on times one, one and a half or two speed, depending on how slow they talk. But as far as like audiobooks, I can't do it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a page turner. <laughs> I mix it up. I do like to print a books because I, I feel like they help my concentration because I can't multitask mm-hmm. what I'm doing when I'm reading a book. I have to like be there and actually be present and read. I think that helps me, helps like create my focus. But uh, I like the audible just for when I'm driving around. So I kind of do both. No, that's fair. 
I feel like with, with when it comes to driving, I like listening to ridiculous talk show. <laughs> like whatever one I can find, like just a bunch of dudes messing around and being silly. I'm like, yeah, this is this is right. <laughs> it's not productive, but it's very entertaining. And I appreciate that on, uh, on an elite level. <laughs> I need to, my, like my kids, when I can't listen to the podcast and stuff like that when they're in the car now, because they're like, turn this damn thing off. No more podcasts, you know, as I listen to the radio. <laughs> No, that's awesome. The so I am curious though, how do you go about balancing uh, your morning routine business with the family's business? Do you have like set days that you do one or the other, or like a passion project that you like set certain hours aside? Like, how do you manage all these different uh, responsibilities? Yeah, I mean it's different now because with COVID, we're all remote, and so my schedule is a lot more fluid. Where I have I work at different parts of the day. You know, I, I work from home most days. We have a small office I'll go into, but we closed our big office and push everyone remote. And so my days are very different now. It's like, I see my kids more and I just schedule is just not like nine to five. We do this, you know? And so, uh, but to answer your question, yeah, it's, mo- it's mostly at night. I mean, I'll do podcast interviews like this, but you'll notice I talk about both businesses. I talk about Morning Upgrade and I talk about Valentine because to me, they're very intertwined. Like, I'll send clients my book. I'll have clients in my podcast. And so to me, I'm like interweaving the two businesses. So I think it's really interesting. And I, I just, I, I want to, I think it's added a whole another, another layer of purpose for me. And so, mm-hmm. you know, but in terms of like working on, on the business, I just do that at night, except for like these podcast interviews. Uh, obviously that's during the day, but other, other work is at night. Is that just so you can have family time during the day or is it split with the other business during the day? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Balance may takes up most of my time during the day. And so it's more just like the, I mean, sometimes I do my lunch break and stuff, but yeah, I'll put the kids to bed. Then I'll, maybe I'll spend like another hour just like answering emails, just talking about my team and just, uh, just whatever needs to be done at that, that time. And sometimes honestly, I don't feel like it and I just don't do anything and I just pick it up next day. It just depends how I'm feeling, you know, it just depends mm-hmm. on the mood I'm in. I'm really trying to, so I'm, I'm in this program right now called optimize. It's like uh-huh. a coaching program, sort of like, well, it's coaching program, but not like your one-on-one coaching. It's uh more like video, video calls. And like uh, you watch videos, worksheets and all that. It's a 300 day program. And they're, wow. they're trying to push, digital sunset, which means no electronics one hour before bed, like nothing, no TV, no phone, just literally books or whatever, you know? Uh, and I haven't failed at that 100% so far, but it's on my radar. That's like my next thing to, to conquer is, is the digital sunset. I forget how that relates to what you're asking me, but, um, oh, cause I was saying how I, how I mix up my routine, but that's what I'm trying to mat, mat, master is the digital sunset one hour before bed. Yeah, that's tough. That's, I mean, we're, we're just so connected. I have a hard time with that too. My wife has been trying to get me away from it and I've not been as successful as I'd like to be. I mean, I could, I could put the phone down, the computer down, but then I'm like, well, what if my wife wants to watch a show on Netflix? What am I going to say? No, honey, it's digital sunset hours. I'm like, uh, you know, all right, goodbye. You know, yeah. so it's tough. Yeah, we, uh, I mean, we're busy, right? Like we have businesses that we're running and stuff. My mom's got, or my mom, my wife, ugh. That's a weird Freudian slip. Yeah. <laughs> my wife's got a uh, zero. Is your wife listening to your podcast? We may want to have her skip this one. <laughs> nah, I'm in charge of editing. I'll leave it in there. But uh, it's <laughs> the, uh, she has a zero waste grocery store. 
and like I've got, you know, and I do digital marketing and business coaching and like very, you know, electronically connected. And at nighttime, we're, you know, the kids go to bed and it's like, all right, fine. Like we finally, you know, clean up the kitchen and all our stuff. Like we just kind of want to sit down and veg out just a little bit. So we'll throw on like Modern Family or Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something, you know, something silly. It's just a good watch. And, you know, halfway through an episode, we're falling asleep. And it's like, oh, <laughs> digital sunset came and went. Like it's eight o'clock, time to go to bed. <laughs> you <know? laughs> I get, yeah, you have to have things that relax you too. And things that just turn your brain off, in my opinion, at least. I mean, I, even though like work, I enjoy it. Morning upgrade, I enjoy like all that stuff, like consuming content like audible in the car i just enjoy it so it doesn't feel like i'm you know doesn't feel like i'm doing hard work here i, I actually enjoy it but i feel like yeah you need things that just you know make you laugh and you know I, we my wife and i will have shows that we watch and we like watching them together and so it's something we do together and so i don't know i'm, I'm going to try the digital sunset but i just don't i don't have i don't see a clear path to it right right now but we'll see nice what kind of marketing does uh Ballantyne do so we, uh, so we go back to the mid sixties. And so my mm-hmm. great uncle started the company in 1966 back then That's cool. it was just printing like print and ship type work. And then we added direct mail. It's so like the mailing side of it. So we still do a lot of direct mail today for nonprofits and travel companies and, uh, healthcare and et cetera, et cetera. So we still do a lot of direct mail and then we have a full digital division where that's my side of it. And so we do mm-hmm. SEO paid search like Google ads content creation, you know, some email, a little bit, a little bit of social, very light social, but uh, yeah, diff- just different strategies around lead generation. That's awesome. That's very cool. Do you mostly manage or do you actually do kind of the, the strategy tactic work? I used to, I used to do like, if I, when we, when we started the digital division, it was just SEO. Cause that's what I know best. That's what I go back my roots as you, as you would say. And so I still I still keep myself up to speed on it because uh, it was like my first love, I guess. Oh, that's weird to say that, but and so I we started off just doing SEO, and that was literally me doing it, pretending like I had a team. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I first started out doing marketing for the company. I was a director of marketing, directing myself because I was the only marketing person. And then we started offering digital, and we started with SEO, and then we just slowly started adding services. And so there was a point where I was doing the SEO, the link building. There was a point where I was running the Facebook ads and all that and ordering the content, but now we have a team. I, I mo- mostly spend my time on sales, uh, networking type things like this, like we're doing. I speak a lot in podcasts and I've got my own and uh, strategy, like direction of the company, things we're trying, like the, you know, right now we're revamping all our client dashboards to make them better. We're revamping our project management software for client work. And so things like that, those are the things I spend my time on. We've, the team handles the, the details. That's super cool. When it comes to SEO, is it mostly on-site or does it more content? What's, what's the focus there for your SEO work? Our SEO work is really money. Like, so it's on-site, it's off-site, it's Google Maps. So we, we'll build links. We'll optimize the pages you know, for load speed and for the keywords and whatnot. Uh, we work a lot on Google My Business, which is like the second mm-hmm. website, especially for the local clients. And so we try to, and some technical stuff too, like light technical. If I don't, we don't have a developer on staff, um, so it's more like broken links and things like that, fixing those things. So we try to address it from many different angles. That's been that's that in our experience, that's work. That's what works the best. Nice, that's very cool. Awesome. Well, Ryan, is there anything that you want to you'd like to direct people to find out more about you? Either the 
morning upgrade or Valentine or anything like that? I mean, you can go to morningupgrade.com. You can go to valentine.com. Those are the two websites. Uh, I'm morning upgrade. There's my book. Uh, there's my morning routine cards. There's a, just a tremendous amount of content at this point on the podcast and, and the blog. And so, you know, it's morning upgrade, but I talk, I talk about more than just morning routines. I talk about, you know, uh, mindset and masterminds and just all any, even books I've read and whatever topics I think are going to help people that land on the site. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really trying to expand, especially as I, it's been, it's interesting, especially as I expand my exposure to different types of content between optimize between the books I read it's, and it's, it's, it's forced me to expand my topics on morning upgrade. It's sort of like a, like I do the, I do the blog cause it's like a passion project. It's an impact my, my attempt at impact on the world. And so there's definitely that part of it for sure. But then it's sort of like an accountability tool for me because I have to learn new content. I have to try to create the best version of myself so that I'm living true to what I'm trying to share with the world. And so it's been an interesting journey. And now sharing all this with clients, we've added a third layer of interesting things that are happening. So I'm just having a lot of fun with it and excited to see where it goes. That's awesome. I love it. Or before we end, is there anything that you uh, want to revisit or wish that asked you? Uh, I would say we talked about masterminds, which I think are really important. We obviously talked about morning routines. I would say I love the concept too of, well, here, let's, let's say, let's, let's talk about, let's end with this. The personal <laughs> growth gap. Uh, uh-huh. You know, I did not invent it. Uh, the concept is I've, I've heard it a couple of times. It really resonates with me. And I, in case your audience hasn't really thought of it, thought of it this way, or has have been exposed to this. I think it's worth sharing. It's the personal graph growth gap. It's, you know, assuming you have a growth mindset, you're trying to improve yourself. It's like the version you are right now, version 1.0. And then what does version 2.0 of yourself look like? Like the best version of yourself. And then how big is that gap between where you're at now and where you could be, you know, the potential. And then what can we do every day to close that gap? Even though that gap probably will never fully close because the goal will just keep moving. But what can you do every day to close that gap? I think it's a really interesting mindset twist. And, you know, how do you close a gap? Well, that's where the morning routine comes in, the, uh, you know, the books you read, et cetera, just the work that you do on yourself. That's how you close the gap. I like that. And I, I feel like that takes the, how do I become a better person, like nebulous idea into something concrete. And I think that's right. Cause I'm like, Hey, I want to be a better husband. Like, cool. Right. Like, what, what does that mean? Right. By thinking of like actionable steps to like close that gap of what does that mean to be a better husband? Like I can already think of it like, Oh, I should, like, I can start doing these like small things. Right. And yeah. I guess that's the goal, right? That's, yeah. It comes down that, that, that basically like that. it creates the routines and the decisions that you make every day that are either helping you or hurting you. And it just creates a framework around it and makes you second guess your bad habits that we all have and, and helps you reinforce and want to do the good habits you do even more. That's awesome. I love that. Awesome. Well, Ryan, thanks again for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Super fun talking with you. Yeah. Likewise. This was fun, Stephen. I appreciate you having me on and hopefully your audience got a nugget or two from what we were, what we were talking about. I think so. Awesome. And thank you everyone else for listening to subject to change. Thank you for listening to subject to change. Please like subscribe, leave a review of our podcast. And if you have any questions, if there's a business you would like to see featured on our podcast or a niche or something you want to learn about, drop us a message or an email and let us know. Be happy to to interview someone and answer those questions. Thanks again for listening.